What is Cafe Mocha? Cafe Mocha is experts, celebrities. What's up? This is Belle Bid DeVoe. This is Julie Idris Elba. This is Fantasia. This is Invo. This is India Ari. So much more. All from a woman's perspective. What flavor are you, baby? This is Cafe Mocha. If you're a boss but you're still single and wondering why... We've got the author of the new book, Alpha Females, to explain it all for us. Plus, Mike and Egypt talk about balancing their reality show with real life. This is Cafe Mocha. I'm Angelique, along with Lonnie Love and Yo-Yo, who's got a big weekend this weekend. Yes, yes, yes. I am so excited. Disney is producing Saturdays, which I'm also going to be a cast member. I play the Duchess. But for those who don't know, it's a story of a young girl named Paris Johnson, and she helps her best friends from the Weeby Girls create this crew and they skate. They have a wonderful time. And it is the first all-black Disney cast, EP'd by Marcy Martin. So cute. Yes, this Saturday on Disney Plus, you can catch episode one and two. And you play the Duchess. Does that mean you get on roller skates? That's all I want to know. I thought I could roller skate the entire time throughout the entire audition. I'm, yeah, I could roller skate, honey. I put those roller skates on just to practice. And I asked my sister, I said, wait, do I need knee pads and a helmet? So Yolanda, you show up with some knee pads and a helmet. I don't think you're going to get the gig, but I'm excited. Yeah, I play the Duchess. I'm like the big auntie. I own the roller skating rink. Okay. Every Saturday, the girls come to the rink. And of course, I do what the Duchess does. What the Duchess does, which I guess we have to watch Disney Plus to find out what that is. And I am so excited. Yeah, we just did press and everyone's so excited. It's an amazing cast of young up and coming and some young actors that you've seen before. So I'm excited to um, watch this new movement of skating. Don't worry. Duchess loves us, okay? I'm pretty sure she's just saving the best for last. And mentoring my girls, the Weeby Girls. Making her return to Saturdays. She is one of the dopest skaters to ever wear a pair of quads, hands down. See, I told y'all. Give it up for the smoking hot. Hot Wheels. Cold Stone. It's Janet. Miss Hot Wheels, if you're classy. What I'm excited about is I just don't remember... In your career, are you doing any big recurring roles or anything like this? Is this your first time doing this something? Is, listen, this is my first time. I finally understand what Lonnie Love has been talking about. When you're trying to juggle these schedules, you have to be precise on point. I mean, the coaching, the sleeping, the getting up. I'm thinking, okay, I'll do it. I could, I could wing some things. Oh no, it was a constant, constant, constant struggle to, you know, perform every day at your highest. 16 right. episodes. I'm in, I, I believe 11. Oh, nice. Yeah. And you had to leave California for a while to do it, right? Chicago, baby. Oh, I had the the prettiest time in Chicago. Chicago is such a beautiful city, despite all of the things that are going on in the city. It's a beautiful time. I went there during the spring and summer. Oh, nice. Okay. And yeah, and I got a chance to get away from Los Angeles for a minute. <laughs> I love that. Have you, um, switching the, the subject, have you been watching the SWV Escape reality show at all? I have, yes. Mm-hmm. 
Well, <laughs> isn't it amazing? I mean, and it really is really playing out on social media. Tamika, I'm tired, mama. I'm tired. If you so tired, I'm tired. you should have came I'm and talked to me. I've been talking to you about it. You know they stole my money. Ain't nobody stole your money. You know they did. You know they did. You see it? Acting like you don't know. Cut the cameras off. Was your mom angry because you put this on blast in front of camera? Yes. Because she don't want nobody to know that her precious daughter did this to her sister. A human being. Get you don't want to come and do me like this. It is you not can't cut fair. the cameras off. Get out of my house. Something crazy, right? Yeah. <laughs> What's your take on it? I'm not going to have a take. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I, I mean, and you're seeing executives in the comments. I mean, everyone is, is having their say so. It has been a ride. And, and you know, Unfortunately, what people don't realize is, you know, they always say, why don't you guys do all the ladies get together, whether it's R&B or hip hop. And what they don't realize is it's really tough when you are trying to gather a bunch of women and status becomes an issue. Go ahead. I'm not going to say and, and And working with family, you know, she and her sister. And when the mama got involved, as she said, Ooh. cut the cameras. Oh, my gosh. She threw the people out the house. <laughs> She threw the people out the house. <laughs> yes, it's really big right now. And before, you know, you don't know if they're playing for the cameras. I know. But you dig deep and you say, wow, this really is a rooted problem. On the way from the HGTV series Married to Real Estate, we've got Egypt and Mike on Cafe Mocha. Here's your dose of espresso. Strong, hot news now. This is the espresso. There's been 10 Fast and Furious movies, but is this really the end? We know we needed more than just the length of one movie. We knew that it would call for uh, our film to be broken into multiple pieces. I guess not. And if you like your movie streaming, Hulu just released a remake of White Men Can't Jump. So I think you see two people in two different sides of the track. And I think one thing that I'm hoping that it does also is just continue that voice of unification for all of us. You know, you see two people from two different walks of life saying like, okay, I see you, I understand you. The basketball is right. Um, you know, we did our thing with the jokes, um, and I think they want us to win. If you prefer a good PBS documentary, check out Clarence and Jenny. A woman who worked with Clarence Thomas at the EEOC verifies Anita Hill's sexual harassment claims. Anita Hill is probably telling the truth because I can remember him asking me what size my boobs were, asking me about going out with him, even though I'd expressed no interest in going out with him. Clarence and Jenny Thomas, Politics, Power, and the Supreme Court, streaming free on PBS.org. That's The Espresso. Cafe Mocha, Lonnie Love, Angelique, and Yo-Yo. On the line for years, Egypt was the queen of flipping houses for HGTV. Well, the queen just added her king and the whole family to her show. It's called Married to Real Estate, and it's in its second season. Joining us is Egypt and her king, Mike Jackson. Hey, y'all. Hey, What's going on now? <laughs> All right. <laughs> So happy for you guys. Now, Egypt, the last time you were on Cafe Mocha, you talked about this and how this idea came. So just remind us of how this all manifested. Oh, my goodness. Well, it was during the pandemic. <laughs> Everybody was locked inside. We were homeschooling from the kitchen counter and uh, running our businesses from the kitchen counter, just like so many others. And Mike said, man, this is crazy. This is a show. And he just started filming <laughs> how we do our lives, all the craziness of our life, but also the design aspect and the real estate. 
And we sent it in to HGTV. They said, you know what? This is a funny show. You guys are really great together. And we partnered up with 51 Minds. You guys might remember them. They did T.I. and Tiny's Family Hustle uh, Mm -hmm. for so many years. So we partnered up, and Mike and I executives produced the show with them. And it's been great. I mean, we just got renewed for season three. So (laughs) Yeah, man. It's, it's, It's crazy, too, because... It's it's like they just show up to our life. You know, for years, I would go out and, yeah. and we're hosting. I looked at it like hosting, but now we really just live our life and they show up to our life with our <laughs> kids. And it's great to be able to do what I love with, with the people I love. But Egypt, I hear you saying that, but now the whole family's involved with the show. You can't get away from them. It's not like before you would leave the house and you go do flipping virgins and you'd be here, there, and the other, and you get a little break. Now it's like 24-7. What's that like? It is. Well, well, the hardest part is making sure my kids' hair stays done on TV. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, you, on that. you know, I can't, right. I can't have the kids on TV with their hair looking crazy. You can't have little black kids on TV with their hair looking crazy. So, you know, my, mom, my fingers got carpal tunnel syndrome doing some cornrows, y'all. But <laughs> it's, it's all good. It's wonderful, actually. And Mike and I promised each other that if ever it felt like, you know, our kids were suffering or our relationship was suffering from this entire crazy roller coaster we're on, that we would just stop because... You know, we we had the business and what matters most at the end of the day is that our family is still good. But so far, so good. And and everybody's loving it. So let's hear let's hear from Mike. We hear from you. But is it so far so good, Mike? Listen, I was like, listen, I guess I'm just a spectator today. <laughs> well, look, is it you? So you said, is it so far? Is it so good? Let me see what time it is and what day it is, because you know sometimes it'd be changing up on us. <laughs> you know, you know, no, you live in the it, same it, it house. You been... sure you want to say all that? <laughs> oh my goodness! It... <laughs> look, I'm gonna lock this door that I'm in right now, but no. Um, it's been, it, it is amazing. It truly is to see something come to life or come to pass that you had an idea of, and now it's fully blown and inspiring and, you know, enlightening and making other folks worldwide say, listen, you guys remind me of us, or you look like us, or you feel like us. And we appreciate the transparency that you come across in my living room, you know, for the kids, not just our kids. I'm talking about other kids because we get so many DMs and messages from people saying, I'm sitting here with my daughter or my kid. And they say, they look like me. I could do that. So that is what keeps us going. Here's what's crazy. Because people actually, you know, see our lives, putting our kids in school, me and Mike fussing on TV, you know, having a couple spat. <laughs> when, when we're out and about in the supermarket or I'm in Costco, then I don't get people saying, oh, hey, that's easy to Mike from TV. It's like, girl, come here. Let me tell you what you need to tell him next time. <laughs> or you don't know how to potty train. You don't know how to potty train your baby. Let me tell you how to potty train the baby. You know, they just automatically jump into our life like that. And it, it, it took a little getting used to, but we do appreciate the love we get. We get kind of that auntie love in the supermarket. I love it. Uh-huh. Now, for people that haven't seen the show, Egypt, tell us uh, what can we expect? Well, it's it's our business of real estate. So you get some of that. You get amazing design. Hopefully you love what you see. And we try to switch it up every time you get 
the the nonstop roller coaster of construction and there's always some just non-orchestrated organic drama that comes with building or renovating a house but you also get family you get fun you get my corny jokes hopefully you get my corny jokes and <laughs> i get your corny jokes egypt but you know egypt and, uh, this is the thing there are a lot of reality shows what makes this different because this is a loving family show and then there are a lot of reality shows because we've been talking about it throughout this month mm -hmm. that aren't that, that they're toxic and it's not supposed to be that way what makes your show different do you even consider well, it a reality show let me ask that in addition well i guess what we should ask is if if we're really considering the shows being passed off as reality shows as reality, because most of the folk I know are like us, you know, this is real life right here. Family just trying to make it. We're building a business. We're trying to build legacy. We're having fun while doing it. I'm trying to keep my waistline while doing it. <laughs> you know, this, this right here, this is real, real life as far as we know it. So it is reality, but what, yeah, I guess I'm just gonna go here and say it, Mike. You know, we were asked at one point to be a part of a very popular Atlanta reality show. And we we even entertained the conversations of it. But what I noticed is all of the men were being emasculated or mm. the marriages or relationships that were once health once healthy ruined and the women were always fighting and you know, I don't I just didn't want no parts of that. Mm -hmm. We decided that it wasn't worth it and a lot of people are trading in their peace of mind for fame. I don't yeah. need that. <laughs> we, we didn't need that. We don't need the fame. You know, if it comes with what we're doing in a good hearted way and we're inspiring people through it, then yeah. So that wasn't for us. So we created a platform that was for us. And I think that's how all of us have to look at it, specifically as people of color. If there's not an opportunity reflecting what we want to do and reflecting us in a good light, then sometimes you know, instead of pulling up a seat to somebody else's table, you got to make your own table, you know, Definitely. set your own table and sometimes turn your own table over if it's not working. It's Cafe Mocha you know, on the line, Egypt and Mike, married to real estate Thursdays, 9 p.m. on HGTV. What did you want to say, Mike? I was going to say one of the things I say all the time that we live by is be the energy you seek to exist. And God willingly will continue to exist. And we had the ability to be us. The network and production told us, be fully authentically you. Don't try to put on a show or don't try to be anything that you think you want to be or you want or you need it to be from us. That's good. Yeah. My, how do y'all keep the kids uh, grounded? Yeah. Protected? You know, I still, when the cameras go off, I, I yank them over and say, y'all better not embarrass us. <laughs> you know what, EJ? Okay, I cannot. But I mean, seriously, with, with Harper, we watched the potty training. She is growing up on TV in a way that the older daughter maybe not so much. How do you keep them grounded and feeling normal when people are stopping them and stopping you guys, you know, in the grocery store with you know, mommy lessons or whatever. Yeah, well, you know, the kids, I think they've just kind of seen it because mind you, I was I was on TV before. And so Kendall, my 11-year-old, she kind of grew up knowing that people recognize mommy. Right. Uh, Harper hasn't known any different. This is just part of her life. She's used to the cameras now. She just yeah. ignores them. Like when she walks down and opens the fridge, somebody's standing there with a camera. She's just like, excuse me, 
let me let me get in the pantry let me get in the fridge that's a part naturally of her life I, I don't think she knows any different right now but again and I swear this to you Mike baby I'm, I'm telling the truth what do we say if ever it affects them negatively we're, we're done period but people have been very kind and respectful of our family they don't they don't run up to us and try to touch our kids it, it, uh-huh. you know I, I'll tell you I tell you this I love y'all but you touch my kids we got a problem, but mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I love y'all for loving us. I do. Mike, what do you do to protect your relationship with your wife? Now, is that a question regarding the show or just in general? Both. I'm being nosy. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, for see, the show, Mike, though, but for the show, seriously. <laughs> well, here, here's what, what goes through my mind daily, right? Because we're a family unit, because we're a household name, because we're a brand, I reflect her and she reflects me. Mm-hmm. So I lead by character. I become the energy I seek to exist, right? So I make sure that what I'm doing just in my own time doesn't affect her, right? Negatively. Mm-hmm. Well, what does that mean? No, way. wait, no, no. What does that mean, babe? <laughs> what does that mean? That means we're, a, we're one unit, we're a brand. So if I'm out in the streets, I'm not doing something crazy outside of my character. Let it know. Oh, let it know. Gotcha. An audience. I just want you to spell that out. That's all. You're so cute. That's, <laughs> that's king. That's king. That's king walking. Okay? Yeah, that's pretty king. much. And not only, and, and here's the, it's funny that you say safe. That's actually one of her love languages to an extent, right? To oh. feel safe, to feel guarded. So I make sure I'm constantly improving in that area, constantly working on that area, constantly paying attention to that area so that she does feel safe in front of the camera or behind the camera, with me there or without me there. You know, it's, it's, it's a continuous, intentional effort and practice daily. Yeah, yeah we're still perfecting this, y'all. 18 okay. years and we're still perfecting it. <laughs> but that's the the beautiful thing. And it's just like, you guys, congratulations because you signed up for a third season. What can we expect in that third season? What is it that is going to be happening? But um, obviously you're going to watch our business grow. The, this whole journey has been merging my real estate and design firm with Mike's Construction. So you're finally going to see, you know, what where we are, what our digs look like. But we wanted to show folks more of our own projects. And so we're, we're working on building a subdivision. And ho- hopefully in season three, you're going to be able to see that because that's what we're going to tell them we want in the meeting. You tell them. Egypt, you know, we, I just love you, Egypt. You've always been just this example, Aww. glowing example of a true queen mm-hmm. and how to handle the, a business that can be very rough, especially on uh, black people and black couples. And I'm just so thrilled that um, your show is doing so well. And thank you so much I'll for coming in to Cafe thank Mocha. Thank you so much. Oh, y'all, I, I appreciate the love and the continuous love over the years. We really do need it. You know, we got to support each other because if we say we want to see more shows like this on TV that don't mm-hmm. show us in a bad light, then we got to watch. We got to watch. We got to watch. <laughs> and y'all, y'all and I watch. Walking the walk and talking I the watch. talk. And I appreciate it. Definitely. Thank the, you. The Thank show you so is much. called. The show is called Married to Real Estate, Thursdays, 9 p.m. on HGTV. Egypt and Mike have been our guests. Thanks so much, guys. Love y'all. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. Thanks. Bye-bye.
Take care. Ladies, if you got the good job, the great personality, you think you got it going on, but you're still single and wondering why, a new book explains the problem with alpha females. Coming up on Cat. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective. Cafe Mocha. We're at Cafe Mocha Radio. It's Cafe Mocha. You watch Yana fix my life, then you know Crystal Jordan. She was getting her life fixed. And now she has a new book called I don't like this title, Crystal. Dear Alpha <laughs> Female, it's not him, it's you. <laughs> Welcome to the show, former reformed Thank Alpha you. Female. <laughs> Thank you. Well, you know what? I'm not. I'm not reformed, and I think okay. the first thing the title the title definitely throws some women off. But there's nothing negative about being a strong, assertive, you know, woman at all. I think that what I've learned is that we have to take those strong qualities and also understand that they may not work the same in every situation. But I definitely want to make sure we start this off. Uh, you know, clearing up, this is not saying that being a strong woman, being, a, you know, a leader as a female is anything bad. There's nothing negative about it. It's just the way that we often approach dating and relationships that makes things, you know, not necessarily go in our favor, but there's nothing wrong with the characteristics. I mean, we can't help being what we are. I mean, black women are leaders. We take care of stuff. That's our job. You know, whether it was, you know, a hundred years ago, taking care of other people's stuff or whether it's now (laughs) taking care of our stuff, we're going to take care of stuff, whether the men show up or not. So what do you mean? It's not him. It's us. (laughs) I know what well, you mean, okay. Crystal. I want to know. 
<laughs> I want to know what apparently is wrong. Let, with don't you. explain it, Crystal, to her real quick. I was going to let me, let me, let me go on <laughs> Well, first of all, my I, I asked women in this book, like, what created your alpha? Like you just uh, referenced, we 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 are this way because of situations and circumstances. So for me. I grew up in a single parent family. My mother, you know, like many mothers said to me, you got to make sure that you're okay. Don't ever rely on anybody else. And I saw her struggle with myself and my little brother. So automatically I felt very untrusting of other people, especially men, because I'd never seen a man stand up and actually, you know, provide. My grandmother was the same way. She was like, men are an option. (laughs) They're not a necessity. And there's nothing, that's not a negative thing, but what happened is it created a fear of being taken advantage of. And when a lot of us get afraid, we decide to change our lives so that we're able to control them. And what we can control is work. What we can control is is what we have the ability to, to, to input. And with relationships, it's not like that. So when you're working and you're applying what you've learned, you're, you're driven by fear often to not be like what you've been told is bad. Don't, don't let a man take advantage of you. Don't let someone, you know, get you off your game. And so we're operating like that, but that in turn is building walls and it's building walls and it often keeps, it does keep us sometimes from getting taken advantage of, of but it also keeps us from being able to receive love as well. Yeah, been there, done that. You say, okay, in your book, you say that being a successful woman doesn't make you a good catch. That's right. Right. But how being successful makes a guy a good catch, but not a good woman? Is it just psychology of our society? I think so. And I think, you know, I think women and men just naturally have different needs. You know, I think that you can take a woman that, is and there's you know that works um at walmart and is a cashier and a, a man will be able to see beauty in her will be able to see you know potential women aren't always necessarily like that so i think when a woman shows up specifically when a woman shows up and she's listing all her accomplishments all her degrees how much money she makes how much you know how much property she has that's not necessarily an attractive thing to men. And I hear a lot of women, especially now, talking about, oh, you know, I have this, this. I saw a woman posted on Instagram a few days ago. I make millions of dollars a year. It's amazing how I still got divorced. And it's like that doesn't wow. necessarily make you a good partner. It just it makes you successful. Yeah. And that we definitely have to celebrate that. But that doesn't often, you know, relay over into relationships. And so I think we just have to be aware of that. This Cafe Mocha talking to Crystal Jordan, author. Her new book is called Dear Alpha Female. It's not him, it's you. So this is my question, because I love this kind of stuff. Do you think, Crystal, that a woman who makes a lot of money can get with a guy that doesn't? I think that she can, but I think that it has to be a woman that does not lead and does not feel like her value is connected to her money. When you show up and you're leading with your money and accomplishments, it's definitely going to make a man feel Mm -hmm. uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. But if you are successful and you understand that value has more to do with just money, you know, and, and workplace accomplishments, and you're really a more balanced woman, then I think you can be with anyone that you fall in love with. Okay, so I'm going to say this. Any level-headed woman, hopefully not going to be walking in talking about how much money she's making. That's unattractive in anybody. They do it. But 
that's oh, no, so you'd be nasty. surprised. You'd that's be right. so nasty. You'd that's nasty. That's not, I mean, what, I don't know. I would be very turned off by a guy who that's did that. because you ain't but, got no money like that, Angelique. But <laughs> <laughs> I got other things, okay? <laughs> she but, looked but, good and she cooked good. <laughs> but but here's, a, here's a thing that I really want to find out because Men are the ones in my mind who are really insecure about the money thing. You could not bring up money at all. And they still just be intimidated by your level of success, even if you don't say how much you make. And I know that for a fact. So that's true. But I also think those are just that's just the wrong man. Right. That's just the wrong man. Well, there's a whole bunch of them. I mean, men, no. <laughs> men are valued by how much oh stuff they I'm have, sorry, by Crystal. how much money they have. Wait, wait, we have she Angelique's just told this man. Angelique's going to be single. <laughs> in the bank. I got five. And he like, whoo, that's too much for me. <laughs> she is hot. Lonnie, stop it's playing. Lonnie, stop playing. Because I remember back in the day when you would go through it with these dudes who would <laughs> you licking their chops, thinking you funny, they getting all insecure because they think funny and they don't. But that's why Crystal has her book, okay? okay? Dear <laughs> Alpha Female, it's not him, it's you. That's why we listen to her. We like, please let her speak all before right. you over here and your feelings about two pounds no We're trying to get you a man. Okay. Angelique. Listen, it's me. I, I know yeah. it's me. Uh, <laughs> but that that that, okay. that is key. But that is key. But a lot of times, I think we focus on. There's there's also a part in the book where I talk about women when we we put up too many. We we have this wall, and we have all these characteristics of men that we want. And where you ever met a woman that has all this long, this long, long list and she won't be with someone that doesn't have this, this, this or this. Mm-hmm. And then you actually see what's happening in her life. And she's dealing with somebody that has very little or any of that. You know, she's dealing with somebody that's totally trifling because there's an idea that if we put up, if we make people jump over, nobody wants to jump over high walls beside the dog. So a lot of times women that do have standard and there's nothing wrong with having high standards. But standards that are unrealistic are only going to keep good men out and attract men that want to use us. And so the book basically is telling us that we need to be, first of all, speak positivity. The way you look at your job and the way we look at our career, most of us, if if we're turned down for a promotion, if we're turned down for an opportunity, we don't take that personal. We don't go talking about how the industry is horrible and I'm not going to, I'm going to give up. But when it comes to dating, we have we let our mouths speak all this negativity when it comes to men. And that is only going to attract the wrong man. So we have to start by speaking positive, acknowledging that we do want love and that we do deserve love. And then if someone shows up that is not, you know, what we have, what we understand that we deserve, then we don't entertain that. And you keep moving and it allows you to be in a positive space. Anytime we're sitting around with our girlfriends talking about how, you know, how much pee there is in the dating pool and how men, then we're going to continue to attract that. So I think we have to change our mindset and then realize that if we want a quality man, we have to show up in our femininity. And yes, it's great that we are, you know, career women and ambitious and driven, but we don't necessarily need to lead with that on date. You know what I like when you say make a conscious decision to prioritize dating. I think, you know, Mm -hmm. when we are busy, when we're trying to, um, if you have kids or, you know, you have a a steady job, it's hard to say, I'm going to make time for myself to date. 
I, I right. like that. Talk about right. prioritizing dating. Well, I'll be honest with you all. This, I mean, this book came from my me constantly getting it wrong, and then having a having an opportunity to go sit with Yala, and then going back to therapy. And I realized I, I was a celebrity publicist, so I was showing up on dates, not really present, stressed out over clients, with two cell phones on the table. If someone would call me, I would excuse myself. And I never realized how unattractive that could be for a man. My mind was always on work. Work was my priority. Dating was definitely not a priority because I felt like, well, at the end of the day, this is how I earn my living. This is how I take care of my children. And this can come or go. And as a result, most of the guys I dated definitely came and went, you know, but I didn't realize that it was because I wasn't prioritizing it and they would show up and see that that wasn't important to me and I wouldn't be important to them. And so after going through, you know, some therapy and just realizing that I needed to really be present, number one, not just for a a date, because I don't believe that a man is the prize and he completes us at all, but I do believe that it's important to have balance. And a lot of us that are career women, we don't have a balance. We're going Mm -hmm. to sleep with our laptops. We're going out on our, our phones are constantly attached to us. And it's hard for someone to want to connect with you and to be able to make a real connection when you're obsessed and your mind is not present. It's on work and all the responsibilities and what you're trying to achieve. So I think it's really about getting to a better place where we're more balanced as women, because before I got into my relationship, I had to stop and find what does Crystal like? Crystal has to disconnect for herself. And then that in turn is going to make her more attractive, feel more soft and be able to be open for the right man. It's Cafe Mocha on the line. Crystal Jordan, her book is called Dear Alpha Female, Angelique Perrin. It's not him. It's you. Um, so you found your man, but I want to talk about the Yanla experience first. How did that fix your life and change things for you? It was a huge change. I'll be honest with you, ladies. I went to the to the show with a, a friend of mine, and I we thought we were going to the show to talk about why the dating pool was skewered in Atlanta. I mean, we were. <laughs> I'm sure everyone's heard the 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 rumors and the stereotypes, there's Mm -hmm. 28 to 40 men per, per, you know, women per man. And I'd even been told that on dates. And so I had decided I was done with dating. You didn't go out with him again, did you? Of course not. No, I left him there and told him to go find the rest of the, he told me you're, no, you're one out of 18. I said, well, avail yourself to the other 17. I'm good. But so, so I, I was thinking that, it's them. It's definitely them. And so I went to the show thinking that. And when I tell you all, Miss Yala gathered me. <laughs> she, she gathered me immediately. And basically, she was able to show me that a lot of my need to control situations and to not, someone would mess up one time and I was out of the door. But the reality is I'm going to mess up more than once and I need someone to give me grace. Right. And Mm -hmm. so if I truly want love, I have to be open and willing to do this, to give what I want to receive. So I literally, it was a, it was an opportunity for me to see that a lot of what I had experienced as a child growing up with a single mother, not really feeling safe, not having a relationship with my father. I had learned that I needed to achieve in order to earn love. So I was like the straight A student, constantly the overachiever because I wanted to make my mother proud. That was how I wanted to, to, I wanted her to love me and I wanted her to see that I was making her life easier. So it was, I mean, some of that was great because I, you know, went to college and achieved a lot of things, but I had learned an unhealthy pattern 
of trying to earn love. So when I would meet a guy, mm-hmm. I thought that me showing up, you know, as a single mom that was taking care of her kids, had her own place, doing, you know, achieving things in my career was a plus. And I never really was just, first of all, I wasn't loving myself unconditionally. That's the biggest issue. And so, of course, it was hard for me to meet someone else that would see me that way if I didn't see myself that way. So, again, it all comes back to ourselves and how we're treating ourselves. And a lot of us Black women, we feel like we have to achieve. You know, that's, that's what we do. Our mothers teach us. They're hard on us. And we become great achievers. But a lot of us don't realize that sis, even if you don't get that promotion, you're still just as worthy. Even if you don't lose those 10 pounds, it don't matter. You're beautiful as you are. We don't accept ourselves that way. So we make it impossible for someone else to. This is the reason why you have to get her book, Crystal Jordan, <laughs> Dear Alpha Female. It's not him. It's you. Thank you so much for spending time with us, Crystal, and arguing with Angelique. (laughs) Thank you, ladies. Thank you. (laughs) Hey, done, Crystal. We need to talk about this. I need to talk about these insecure men. We don't turn down her alpha. (laughs) (laughs) You'll find her so much. Thanks, Crystal. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. You know they got fragile egos. <laughs> if you miss any part of the show, just go to the podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts and type in Cafe Mocha Radio or go straight to the source at Mocha Podcast Network where you can find Cafe Mocha along with a bunch of other great podcasts geared just for you. Until next weekend, you can find us on all platforms at Cafe Mocha Radio. Cafe Mocha is a production of Miles Ahead Broadcasting. In partnership with Compass Media, executive producer Sheila Eldridge. For comments, booking, or more information, visit CafeMochaRadio.com. Announcing the Mocha Podcast Network, an innovative lifestyle podcast network featuring conversations from a black perspective. Curated with respected voices led by actresses and comedians Sherry Shepard and Kim Whitley. We're funny and we have a yes. point of view. We call that edumatainment. That's what we call it. Ed- is that what it is? Veteran TV journalist Rolanda Watts. Shocking the heck out of everybody. The legendary Unky Divas in Vogue. This topic is girl groups in the industry. To syndicated broadcast personalities, Lonnie Love and Dee Dee McGuire, as well as an array of experts and activists. Mocha Podcast Network, a lifestyle destination with authentic voices and perspectives designed to enrich and empower women of color with a unique listening experience. More than a destination, the Mocha Podcast Network is a full-service studio that offers an ongoing portfolio of production, distribution, marketing, guest booking, and most importantly, ad sales. With a unique revenue model for podcasters that includes customized promotional campaigns created specifically around podcaster and targeted audience, service social media promos and pushes, MPN brand advertising, targeted electronic newsletter, experienced sales representation, For advertisers, the Mocha Podcast Network is a safe marketplace to align their brands with trusted voices, organically engaging the highly in-demand female consumer and more. With quality over quantity, from concept to completion, now is the time for content creators and brands to join the innovative Mocha Podcast Network and experience unapologetic conversations with a new perspective.